0: Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Mullineau. For information about VidFriends, classes, support groups for youth, teens, and adults, visit us at www.bitfriends.org. For questions or comments, you can email us at support you can also call us at 844-374-3639. Again, that number is 844-374-3639. This show is a pre-recorded conversation during the Partise Smith show out of Rocky Mount, North Carolina, featuring Mark Braxton and Katrina Christian, the North Carolina Vitiligo support community, leaders
1: hey good afternoon everybody it's your girl Partiz, and i want to welcome you to the show and thank you so much for sticking and staying hanging out with me as promised two special guests hanging out talking about something very special coming up so without further ado let's go ahead and welcome christina christian and mark i didn't get mark's last name but mark
0: Braxton. Braxton. (laughs) Braxton.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, hey, guys, how you doing? Thanks for joining in on the show today. Hey there. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. You are so welcome. Thanks for being here. So let's get it started. Katrina, tell everybody a little 411 on you.
2: My name is uh, Katrina Christian. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. I co-lead the BitFriends North Carolina Biddle-Lagos Support Community Group. Um, I was diagnosed with vitiligo in July of 2012, and um, since that time, I've been co-leading the group, and I'm just happy to be here.
1: It's happy to have you. Thank you for hearing your story. Mr. Mark Braxton, I got to write that time. Tell everybody oh, like okay. one about you.
0: <laughs> All right. My name is Mark Braxton. Um, I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, and um, I co-host, co-host. Um, I will co-lead the North Carolina vitiligo Legal support community with katrina um and i also co-host a podcast with the BitFriends organization and do all these other things i also teach art and yes i stay very busy but i love it um i've had vitiligo for about 25 plus years sometimes the, the years kind of run all together and um yeah and i look forward to this conversation
1: uh, as well as I look forward to it. You know, we're going to talk about what vitiligo is. But one of the questions that I wanted to ask you guys: so, for someone with vitiligo and someone noticing you with um, vitiligo as far as the skin discoloration, what's the best way for someone to approach you without feeling unusual, awkward? Um, and how do you explain to people what you have? That's not that's not comfortable with asking.
2: Well. Um, um... In, for me personally, I, I'm not, um, I don't shy away from people who want to approach me and to want, you know, ask me questions about, uh, the disease. Um, I, I welcome, you know, the questions. I, you know, I welcome the conversation. Um, and, you know, it's, it's vitiligo. It's actually, is a skin uh, disease that causes loss of color. And it's an, um, autoimmune-related disease. Um, it can be hereditary, and it can also be stress-induced. Mm. For me, um, I, I really feel that it was stress-induced because I, I don't have an autoimmune condition.
0: And, and to, to jump in here for myself, um, I feel like the best way to do it, just ask me, you know, just, um, and I get it all the time working with children you know they ask questions hey what happened to your skin what's wrong with your skin where did your skin go so for me i feel like just ask um but i think it's harder for adults to approach us because they don't want to offend us Mm -hmm. and and i've had some people you know ask very blunt questions what happened to your mouth what's wrong with your mouth because i have vitiligo around my mouth Mm -hmm. and where i'm at in my my piece today i can actually talk to somebody a couple years ago i couldn't do that you know, my response would not have been appropriate. Um, but I do feel like the best way is to just, just come at us with kindness and, and, and be sincere about your questions. You know, Right.
1: Right. right. And, and of course, working with kids, I'm sure you know how to relate to kids and how to teach kids to accept what vitiligo is. So tell us about what it is and and how, how you uh, learned about what it was before or after your journey, when you noticed you had vitiligo. Um, well,
2: I noticed a spot on my knuckle and on my wrist. And I, I thought it was eczema because I, I did have eczema mm-hmm. coming up as a child and a young adult. Um, but I went to the dermatologist and thought I was going to get, you know, some cream for eczema. Mm-hmm. And the doctor examined me and he told me that um, I have vitiligo. And it, it was it was a very, very... Um, rough and tough diagnosis for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor that I went to wasn't very um, compassionate. Mm-hmm. And he just handed me a brochure and kind of just walked out the door and just kind of left me there. Um, didn't give me an opportunity to ask any questions. You know, he did said, you know, there are creams out there you can use. But he, after he stated that, he said they may or may not work. Mm. And, and that was pretty much it.
0: You know, it's funny, uh, before I knew Katrina, I had the same experience with the same doctor. Mm. Uh, I went, you know, to find out, you know, what's going on. Because I had a little spot on my hand, on my finger. Uh, And it seems common that it starts on your finger for some people. Um, But I went and went in and sat in a room, you know, you're anxious. And he walked in, looked at me, turned around, went back out. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) you know. You think about going to a doctor, you think about you you're not gonna check me out, nothing. And he came back and said, Um, this is what you have. Here's a prescription for the cream, and um pretty much sent me on my way and I walked out thinking, Wow, what just happened? You know, it it really deflated me. And I feel like you can get a physician that can really encourage you about your situation, that can work with you to make you feel better, that there's some hope. And you can get some that will make you feel worse than what you did when you went in, you know, and that was one of those situations.
1: Yeah. And of course, processing. And to leave you,
2: ahead, I'm sorry. And, to leave you and to leave you without giving you an opportunity to ask any questions. Yeah. You right. know, but what's going to happen, you know, in the future um, is how is it going to progress?
1: Yeah.
2: Is this going to stay in one area or am I going to be, you know, totally covered um, with vitiligo? Yeah.
1: So with that being said, what are some treatments and do you still use the cream um, or is is there an option to not to use the cream? And I mean, what happens if you don't get treatment?
2: Well, there are several treatments, um, one being the creams, of course. Um, There is UV light therapy, which I did. um, I did take the therapy for about three years, but the vitiligo was progressing faster and the treatment was helping. So I, I just decided to stop. Um, and just um, let it do what it was going to do. Um, there is skin grafting, which I don't think many doctors recommend. Um, and then of course, there's the makeup.
0: And for myself, I just did the cream. Um, I didn't have I don't have too much on my face, but it's everywhere else in my body. But um, I did the man thing, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna deal with this. I'm gonna be okay. I'm not gonna seek any more treatment. You know, guys, you know, we get all macho about things, and I found myself struggling for about 20 years wow. with self esteem issues and, and insecurities and all that. But um, and we'll but we'll get into more of that a little bit later.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, let's go ahead and talk about it. You brought it up. I mean, how okay. does it affect your self esteem? Uh, and what do you do to overcome okay. the low days?
0: Well, okay. It, there are several different ways I, I see vitiligo in the way it affects us. Um, we, it affects us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, socially, you know, all these different ways that, you know, if you can think of it, it has a lean on the end. That's how it affects us. Mm-hmm. And I think the worst part is the psychological aspect because, you know, you deal with uh, putting yourself sometimes into self-isolation because you don't want the world to see what you look like, whether it's a little bit or a lot um and and vitiligo does that to men and women equally you know sometimes we feel like oh it's only this group and that group no a lot of men deal with depression the women deal with depression because that's a part of you know seeing yourself one way look in the mirror and you start to see yourself a different way and um it it, is and it's interesting because i had a conversation with one of our um members and they mentioned you know vitiligo has taken away my blackness Mm-hmm. And, and I never thought about it like that you know how much we put our identity into the pigmentation we have in our skin and when you start to lose that pigmentation you start to wonder you know am I losing my blackness you know would if people see me as a black man or a black woman if I lose all my pig- pigmentation you know how do they look at me and that's an aspect that I think even on my podcast I want to explore further to talk to more members to find out how does vitiligo affect your personal identity?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what about you, Katrina?
2: Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely has, has had an effect on me, um, socially, um, physically, of course. And, um, I, maybe your yeah, spirit, it's not affecting me spiritually, but, you know, I've overcome, I've definitely overcome, um, most of, 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 um, what I've been going through with Vitiligo, but I've had tremendous support from my husband, from my family and, and my church.
0: Yeah. And, right. and can I add one more thing? About, and I'm, almost, well, I'm sorry, Katrina.
2: Say that. Um, it's okay. Um, starting out, you, you know, I, I started slipping into depression. Um <laughs> And then I had to, you know, get a grip on myself. My husband actually, he asked me a question. Even before we got married, he asked me a question. Are you going to live or what? Mm -hmm. Let me know now. Yeah. What you going to do? So I I really had to, you know, take a deep look into myself and decide what I was going to do. And I chose to live with vitiligo.
0: And that's very important. That's what I wanted to add to it is that You know, when you have vitiligo, you go through so many different levels with it or stages, you know, you see it and you identify, you know, you observe yourself, oh, a spot, there it is, you know, and you're pretty much okay at that point when you first notice it. But once it starts to spread, then the fear sets in because you're kind of thinking, you know, wow, what's going on with my body? I'm changing. There's another spot over here, you know, what's happening. And it really makes you scared because you don't know how much of your pigmentation you're going to lose. And then you get to that next level where that, that's the insecurity, the depression, the low self-esteem, all those things that, you know, you deal with. And some people handle it differently. Well, some may go to substance abuse, some may go to physical abuse and, and, and harming themselves or, you know, whatever they can find to, to cope. And it's not, that's the hard stage. That's the stage where a lot of us find ourselves in at some point. Men and women doesn't matter. We find ourselves there. And I'm going to add our kids, too, because we can't forget about our kids to go through the same thing. But then once you get a good support system around you, uh, whether it's family, friends, a support group, something, you know, someone who's going to feed into your soul, feed into Mm -hmm. you and support you, then you start to accept that, you know, this is my condition. This is my skin. And like Katrina said, you have to make a choice. You know, do I live? Or do I continue to go down this path I'm going in, which is not always a great path. Then I I feel like there's, once you start to make that decision, I'm gonna live with this condition. I'm gonna take Vitiligo on the journey with me now. And that's what I had to do. You know, I made a decision that Vitiligo had to live with me and I couldn't live with it. So once you hit that breakthrough, you know, you kind of feel like, oh, I made it, I'm good. You know, I can support others and I can do this and that. But the reality is you can always find yourself spiraling back down to the bottom Mm -hmm but you also got to use those same tools or same people around you to get back up to that top again. Mm-hmm. And, and this, uh, it's, it's a scale It bounces up and down left and right sideways. And that's one thing I try to tell people when you interact with somebody with vitiligo, every day could be different. You know, I can be on top of the world today and then tomorrow I can just feel like I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to stay in the house. I don't want to be seen. And you have to be a tough person to, to, Want to interact with somebody like that? I can't, I was gonna say love, but it could be love, it could be a light, it could be a friendship, whatever. You know, you have to be a strong person yourself to interact with somebody in our not necessarily moodiness, but it it comes with it. We we, we could be moody, you know, but you have to understand our condition too. Yeah,
2: and then I, I find myself um, when the seasons change, when it goes from like from from winter to like spring and summer. Mm-hmm. And then you have to come out of your all long right. sleeves or your long pants <laughs> and you know you kind of go through that cycle all over again you yeah. know yeah um, so yeah <laughs>
1: Hey, family, if you're just tuning in, it's Sugar Parties. Hanging out with me are two special individuals. I have Miss Katrina Christian and Mr. Mark Braxton. We're talking about vitiligo, which is June, is vitiligo month, where we bring awareness to some who may be aware and some who may not be aware. And they're talking about their own personal journey and experience. And they want you to be encouraged to have the conversation. They want you to be encouraged to support vitiligo. So let's talk about the community and the support that you guys can get from the listeners and just from people. Who wants to uh, start us off by talking about that?
2: I'll start off. Um, as we um, previously said, we co-lead the VidFriends North Carolina Little Eagle Community um, Group. And uh, we are a group of individuals who are spread across the um, state of North Carolina. We, um, Pre-COVID, we were meeting um, in different cities, Charlotte, Raleigh, and uh, Greensboro. Um, and we Since COVID, we haven't had the opportunity to meet up, but we've had several uh, virtual events um, since COVID. Um, we've had uh, Lovers Rock. We've had uh, <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> we've had um, some other events as well. So and I
0: can elaborate those.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. We
2: um actually have we have a Facebook page. anybody want to reach out to us on our Facebook page? It's the Bit Friends North Carolina Vidalago Support Community Group, and we know we're there to support anybody who needs our support. You know, we are a loving group of um. I call us Bitoligans, <laughs> <laughs> and you know we 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 don't um, we're not you know sitting around crying you know because of our you know condition. We are um, just a very supportive group
1: of individuals. And what were you saying, Mark?
0: Oh, no, I was just gonna say, um, one of the things we thought about with during this pandemic, you know, we as a nation was struggling as, as a global nation, you know, the world was struggling with this this whole pandemic. And, and we recognized that some of our members were already in the house and now you can't go out and now you have to wear a mask. So we figured, you know, let's do some online events. And and we had a great time just hosting um, like trivia night. No, why not? Let's let's have a little fun. Let's not think about our condition. Because what was happening for some of us that people may not realize, the stress of the pandemic was making our vitiligo spread. Yeah. And even myself, you know, as great, I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing well. And I look at my legs. I'm like, wow, that's a whole lot of spots. And they weren't there before. But I think it's just the stress of, the pandemic, the racial you know, injustice that we're seeing and everything else in the world. And we, we what we tried to do is do things that helped our community virtually. Um, we also had the mindfulness meditation um, event where we could just learn some techniques to help us get through those tough times or focus on what we have to focus on right now. Um, the vitiligo Lo- lovers rock was a great um, it was a podcast, but it was hosted by myself, North Carolina Vitiligo Group, and also one of our North Carolina members came on and we did a poetry reading uh, for Valentine's Day. So we just try to do different things to not just encourage our community to you know, have fun, and enjoy ourselves, but also to show the public that we're people. We do normal mm-hmm. things like everybody else. Um, the last event that we had, live event was a bowling outing. Um, and it was great. We decided let's go to the bowling alley. Uh, alley. Let's have a good time. We did, had fun. And then the following week, everything was shut down. But we had a good time, you know. And that's what we want to show the community: we're people. We just look different. That's all.
2: Yeah.
1: So you mentioned some of the other. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Some
2: of the other some of the other events that we've had some educational and some advocacy events that we were able to attend. Um, one being. Um, Uh, women's empowerment. We've had presence at the Carolina Hurricanes hockey games and we also had a presence at the Mechanics and Farmers uh, Bank community event. So, you know, we're doing different things trying to, you know, spread, you know, education and advocate for vitiligo.
1: I'm sorry about that as well. I think it's a little delay. Um, so you mentioned the events, and you mentioned stress, Mark. I see you said earlier, and plus I see your wonderful painting back there. And Katrina, I know you like to sing. So what are some of the things that you do to reduce the stress in those stressful moments? And how do you, how do you handle the stress when you notice that you are um, becoming stressed?
0: Katrina, you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I um,
2: okay. I, I pray, of course. I, I lean on my husband a lot mm-hmm. he often tells me i'm beautiful
1: <laughs> and you are and you are amazing you are <laughs> thank you and you know i, I um he like lo- he loves
2: jazz, so i you know I'm finding jazz is very soothing mm-hmm. so um that's that's pretty much how i cope and of course, I lean on um you know mark and the other members of the um support group
0: um and for myself um I like to write um, short stories. I like to, um, write poetry and I like to paint. I'm actually teaching a painting class. You mentioned the paintings behind me. Uh, this is, they're paintings from, uh, the Vit friends art classes that I'm teaching. And, um, so it's, it's a great way to relax and show others how to unwind and just, you know, kind of cool out a little bit. And I listen to music and, you know, like everybody else, I was watching all the different shows on TV. You know, I tried to turn off the news a bit. Yeah, because it becomes too much. um, And I was walking for a minute, but then it got too hot. I said, "You know what? I'm not getting out there. It's too hot." Because with vitiligo, we have to be careful with our skin as well with the sun. So
1: yeah, okay, yeah. So that does that help spread it, or does that just make you? Do you feel sick at all sometimes with vitiligo, or what other symptoms with that?
2: No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't cause any any. um, You feel sick. Um, it's just really um, causes you, your skin just changes color. But I will say that I know when I'm getting a new spot when my skin itches, mm-hmm. when yep, the area is
0: so that's
2: now, the, that's the way of saying where well, you're gonna right. get a new spot.
0: <laughs> and that is funny because you'll you'll go like, Wow, I got a mosquito bite and you'll start scratching. No, it's not a mosquito bite, it's another spot. Um we do get sick of people sometimes. Not trying to be funny, but well, I'm trying to be funny, you know, the way people stare, you know, or some of the shady looks we get because they're trying to figure out what's wrong with our skin. But physically sick with vitiligo? No. And it's not something that we can transmit by touching somebody or none of that. And I've, I've had a kid ask me that one day if I had superpowers. And I'm thinking, well, I do, but with vitiligo, I mean, I can't shoot lasers out of my hand and, or I can't touch you and make and, and turn your skin white. I don't have powers like that. Vitiligo doesn't work that way. Um, but I think that's where people are not, well, for kids, I can excuse. Adults, I can't, because that means you're not educated enough to do the research for yourself. Research. All you got to do is type in vitiligo. Everything you need to know is right there.
1: Yeah. Okay. I do know time is of the essence. You guys have been great. I certainly want to have you back. We can learn more, but real quickly, Mark, you mentioned some of the um, myths. Can you give us a couple of more uh, myths just so people listening can just kind of be aware of, of those uh, myths that people have about vitiligo?
0: Well, I, I want to say one of the biggest ones, let's talk about Michael Jackson. You know, everybody knew uh, Michael Jackson. They like, Oh, he bleached his skin. He bleached his skin. Look, Vitiligo can do what it wants to do, when it wants to do and how it wants to do it. And one is removing all of your pigmentation from your body. And it can do it within several months. You know, it's just one of those mysteries about it. Um, sometimes people think vitiligo is only on your face. No, it can be anywhere on your body, regardless of what you think of feel. It could be on your toe, it could be in your armpit, it can be in your private areas, just there in those areas. Or it could be all over you know it could be nose just whatever it wants to do it it will do it and there's not much we can do about it but support each other um but when we think about let's say michael jackson yes there are um you can have all of your pigmentation removed for those who are, are severely spotted that's that's one you know method of treatment and it's just it, and I, I guess i'm saying that because you know you hear the jokes you know, Mm -hmm. and as, as much as we think, you know, people of color have tough skin. We don't always have tough skin. You may not see us cry. You may not see us crumble, but behind closed doors, we deal with all this stuff. We take on all this. And, um, and I say equally for men and women, and I I do want to say this real quick. I'm internal to Katrina, but for our men out there that deal with vitiligo, it's just as tough, and some of the men have a hard time coping, and they, they go to you know more extreme measures, meaning they might take their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing we're trying to encourage our community: find support because we all need help. And you know, if somebody's extending that hand, reach out, help somebody else.
2: Okay, that sounds good. One of the other myths is that vitiligo only affects african-american right that is not true it affects all nationalities Um, but you know of course i'm african-americans you know you can see it more because of our um uh, our our complexion is, is darker but um caucasians asians um indians all different types of people can get vitiligo as well as children um, and the age groups rank uh, vary. It's it's not it's not an adult disease. It's not a child childhood disease. You know, there no, it's a known fact that children are born with vitiligo. For me, my vitiligo happened when I was a, an older adult, so it, it just
1: varies. It can vary. It's a great topic. I thoroughly enjoyed. it. You guys have educated me, you inspired me, and you've also made me cont- want to continue to have the con- conversation even beyond June. So I want to thank you for that. And we always want to keep the listeners updated with what you guys have going on real quick. Can you give your social media information, a website, all that great information before we get ready to get out of here?
2: Sure. The, um, the um, Facebook page is the North Carolina, I'm sorry, the vid friends, North Carolina little lago support community group and you can also contact us at www.vitfriends.org that's www.vitfriends.org
0: and if you ever want to listen to some of our podcasts where i um, talk to many of our members I i talk to members all over even some overseas you can visit us at blogtalkradio.com um, and just search for BitFriends and all of our podcasts will show up. I usually do my shows on Sundays, um, two Sundays out of the month at two o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time and in about an hour or so. Um, but yeah, we're doing a lot within our community. We have a, a, a live event that's coming up this Friday uh, via Zoom. We're doing a 30 minute party. Um, 30 minutes, you know, Nine thirty to 10 you know just to capture people's attention and that is going to be uh uh featuring one of our brothers out of charlotte uh one of the vitiligo members give him an opportunity to show people hey i'm a dj he goes by the name shell uh, shell rock uh, also known as spidey mcfly so giving our community a chance to shine
1: You guys are shining. You guys are great. And I want to thank you so much for being my amazing special guest right here on the Partiz Radio Show. All right, guys, don't you go anywhere you stick and stay. We got more of your favorite good gospel music on the way. Once again, thank you, Katrina. Thank you, Mark. You guys are a blessing to the Partiz Radio Show. I want to thank you for being here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. God bless. God bless you, too. Thank you.
1: God bless.